Hello, it is on the left side time once again. The different type of football podcast. We are taking a sideways look at a week's worth of footballing stuff and staying well clear of all those boring stats and analysis. This is the magic sponge of the footballing world, washing away your football pain. Let's do it. We need to talk about Louis van Gaal, but here's my issue. Currently, the Dutchman's position at Manchester United looks so perilous that the chances are the cuboid-headed manager will have walked out the door at Old Trafford before you even hear these words. It wasn't looking good even before a ball was kicked in anger this weekend as rumours started flying around that Jose Mourinho was signed, sealed and delivered as the next United manager. Officially, the club say they've not had any conversations with the special one, whilst pretty much everyone else in the world is saying that his name has been signed on a dotted line. And the rumours seem to have come from the Portuguese himself, who has reportedly told his friends and family that he's already got the United gig. It's like some weird form of cosmic ordering where you tell the universe what you want and then the universe provides it. Jose says he wants the gig, so he'll get the gig. I think he might be confusing the Barclays Premier League with Amazon Prime. But just in case that is how it works, I'd like to tell everyone that I will be replacing Hugh Hefner at the Playboy Mansion next month. (laughs) I'm just waiting for my velvet smoking jacket to arrive off eBay. But it's a brave man that was going to ask Louis about losing his job. And there was such a brave man in the United press conference. And he got this response. You have spoken with Ed Woodward. Well, the club are denying it. No, why Why they have to deny that when you are creating stories? And then I have to answer that question. No, I have to say that you are uh, getting the sack tomorrow. It sends shivers down my spine, but it got even more sinister. What is your name? Then I can uh, announce the name also. Look. Look at your wife. Maybe you have children or a nephew or something like that. You got a nephew? You want to see him again? Where do you live? Louis van Gaal does the being angry without actually getting angry thing absolutely perfectly. He's like a disapproving headmaster. Equal portions irritated and just bored with your idiocy. He's completely calm on the surface, but underneath you know there is the cold, hard heart of a killer. LVG will not get sacked by Manchester United because no one has the balls to sack him. Maybe you have children or a nephew or something like that. But it's not just the manager who's feeling a bit down either. Wayne Rooney sounded like he just needed a bit of a hug at the end of the game against the Black Cats. Um, It's a sad day for us, disappointing. Um, You know, we have to somehow move on. Um, We know it's going to be difficult now to finish top four. He actually sounds like someone's died. It's just your European ambitions that have passed on, Wayne. Cheer up, mate. It's not like you're giving your kids the initials KKK after all, is it? Oh, all right, okay. Maybe the downward spiral is all part of a great big master plan. This week, Louis van Gaal had a chat with the independent newspaper in which he said he would be happy if Leicester City won the league. His reasons for doing so? He wants to see Gary Lineker live up to his promise of presenting Match of the Day in his pants, saying Gary Lineker has to undress himself if they win, right? I am waiting for that. Well, you're on your own there, fella. I might get an early night that day. 
Well done, Liverpool FC fans. You have made a difference. Last week, the Red supporters staged a 77th minute walkout in response to rising ticket prices for next season. And it's actually had an impact with the club backing down and freezing prices for the next two seasons. Great work. It was no doubt the eloquent, well-constructed arguments from the likes of this Irish fan that made the real difference. £77. It's crazy. To watch that? Are you f***ing mad? James Milner? What the f***? Jordan Henderson as your captain. Would you pay £77 to see f***ing Jordan Henderson kick a ball against the wall? No. Off. 77 quid to watch James Milner. Are you mad? Has ever a true word been spoken? So, well done, guys. But be careful, because it doesn't always go the way you want to. Leeds fans have been a bit upset with their owner, Massimo Cellino, for a while now, and recently unveiled a massive banner outside the ground calling for his departure. So what was the insane chairman's reaction? Did he appease fans with promises of a new signing? No. Did he issue a statement of intent suggesting that under his leadership, Leeds could someday challenge for silverware? Nope. Did he do a little dance? No, though that would have been slightly less mental than the interview that he gave to an Italian football magazine. That's Cellino saying that he is going to charge fans that criticise him an extra five quid for having the audacity to do so. He says fans pay to watch the game and nothing else. If they want to have a go at him whilst they're there, they need to cough up an extra fiver. I think he's got something there, a blueprint for the modern game. From now on, if you want to shout something negative at a player, Oi. then that's five quid. If you want to suggest their mother has weak moral fibre, then that's a tenner. And if you want to make accusations about their wives or partners and the exact positions that they enjoy during lovemaking, uh. then that is going to cost you 20 quid. That simple structure could make the game a much nicer, happier place, or, as I suspect, would probably raise more money than the Premier League TV rights deal. But fans are always creative with showing their disapproval of their team's plans. We've seen tennis balls thrown onto the pitch this week. You had City fans holding up boo placards after UEFA threatened to fine them for booing the Champions League theme tune. But this is one of my favourites. Back in 2011, the Swedish Football League introduced rules set to calm down fans whilst they were watching their favourite games. So, during a local derby between AIK and DIF, the fans decided to give the teams the silent treatment. For the first 10 minutes of the game, they weren't going to make a noise, thus proving how dull football would be without the fans. It sounded a bit like this. It's a bit eerie to think that that is a stadium full of people and they're not making a sound. It's weird. Although it is an atmosphere slightly more exciting than that of Old Trafford this season. On the other side of Liverpool, Everton deserve a little bit of credit too. Their January Goal of the Month competition had an unusual contender in its ranks. Up against the likes of Kevin Morales and Ross Barkley was nine-year-old fan George Shaw, who has cerebral palsy. He popped the ball in the onion bag at half-time during a recent Blues match, and in a vote for Goal of the Month, a massive 86% of fans decided that that was the finest thing they'd witnessed in January. Bloody well played. This is the beautiful moment when George found out he'd won. That's finished the vote now. Um, you, you 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Thank you. <laughs> I never thought I would win. I thought I might come close with all of the help, but I never thought I would win. Isn't it great to actually hear a football getting an award and saying, I never thought I would win and actually meaning it? It's awesome. But before we get too carried away with all the Scouse love, we better take those Merseysiders down a peg or two. And we'll let Michael Owen do that. He is continuing his quest to be the most ridiculous football pundit of all time when he is making statements like this. When they don't score, they hardly ever win. Insightful. Well, he's been at it again. The former England and Liverpool striker had his say on the prospect of Champions League football at Leicester City next season and would that help them attract top quality players to the club? Here's what he had to say. If you're a top player, would you go to Leicester in the Champions League or to Manchester United and Liverpool not in the Champions League? Manchester United or Liverpool. Leicester conceivably could go down next year. They could, they could win the league and they could still be a, in a relegation fight next year. Yeah, I guess strictly speaking, it is possible. It's also possible that Louis van Gaal will still be managing Manchester United next season. It's possible that Diego Costa was wearing a mask this weekend because he's actually a kind-hearted old lady helping superhero. It's possible that at some point during your commentary, you might say something vaguely insightful, Michael. It's possible, it's just very, very unlikely. That is about it for this week. As always, there is loads more footballing goodness on Twitter, at On The Left Side. Give it a follow and make sure you've subscribed to this podcast so you get next week's straight into your inbox every single Monday morning. Right, I'm off to ask my barber if he can shave my head, leaving a tiny little tuft at the front called the McLaren Island in honour of the Newcastle manager's ridiculous hairdo, because that's full time. On the left side is a painter headphones production. What the f***? Almost written and produced by Ant McGinley. Are you f***ing mad? And Jim Savilson. F*** off. We've seen tennis balls thrown onto the pitch this week. We've seen tennis balls thrown thrown onto the. <laughs> we've seen tennis balls thrown thrown. We've seen tennis balls thrown onto the pitch this week. You had city fans holding up boo placards after. It's Uncle Clance. Clance on the other end of this microphone. It's Uncle Clance. What's that? That's Daddy's microphone. <laughs>